This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This is Raise Your Game. I'm Christine Wong. Being engaged in the workplace is about individuals having a commitment and connection to the organization they belong to. But what does it take to achieve this, though? And what is the role of the employer and the employee in all this? More importantly, what can we do as individuals to ensure that we remain engaged for our own sake more than anything else? Today, I have Eva Christodoulou, Head of Solutions and Services at Leaderonomics, on the line to help us break this down. Let's start here with what the meaning of engagement is. What are we talking about here? Sure. Thanks, Christine, for having me on the show today. Um, So interestingly, when you Google engagement, and I'm not sure how many people actually tried this before. um, So I was trying to to see what comes up on Google. And when you Google engagement, the first few results that you get um, actually have to do with getting engaged to another person, as in, you know, engaged to be married. and um, the definition of that is essentially a mutual promise to be married and be together, you know, take care of each other and spend the rest of your lives together. Now, of course, times have changed and, uh, uh, you know, maybe people f- have the intentions of, you know, staying together for, for a longer time, but uh, maybe they don't really follow. Uh, but I do find that the definition of that is actually very le- relevant to the other form of engagement that we'll be talking about today. Um, today, we're actually talking about being engaged in the workplace, not so much or to an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would define it as um, the commitment and connection of an individual to the organization that they belong to. Um, There's no for life here, um, uh, no for life commitment to stay with an organization. But the idea is that, uh, you know, I give my all to the organization for as long as I'm a part of it and as long as I work there. Mm. Um, So engaged employees look at the company that they belong to and they, um, you know, they see how they fit in. Um, They see what their worth and value is uh, as part of this bigger entity that they are a part of. Um, And they see how they are critical in contributing towards the success of the organization. Um, And they they, they find joy in the work that they do. They're interested, they're willing, um, and they're not, you know, they don't feel that they're forced into doing the work, into doing everything. Right. I mean, obviously, that's like such a lovely concept, right? But, you know, I would argue that many, many companies and many businesses uh, would would say that that's a little bit idealistic or that you don't necessarily need all of this idea, right? So, you know, why is employee engagement actually critical? Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, that's that's a very fair point. Um, I, my, my, my view here is that, you know, if you're going to do something, you might as well do the best that mm-hmm. you can, uh, do it the right way. Uh, from, from an organizational perspective, um, you know, having disengaged employees can be very costly. Uh, lower levels of productivity, that's that's one of the, the highest costs. Um, just as an example, a Gallup research found that uh, decreased productivity for each each individual disengaged employee costs an employer about uh, three three thousand five to to ten thousand US dollars in salary per year, which is a huge amount if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, disengaged employees undermine the work that uh, you know more committed colleagues do. Um, they reduce results overall for the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at the same time, you know, higher levels of disengagement, they may lead to um, higher turnover rates. Uh, turnover in itself is a big issue, very costly for an organization as well. Um, it costs roughly about six to nine months of a person's salary to actually replace, uh, you know, find a replacement, train them, uh, bring them up to speed and get them ready uh, to get going. Um, and, and one more point that I wanted to bring up here, um, if, if you think about managers, managers have to um, manage their team members, they, they need to make sure that they deliver the work that they have to do. Um, managers usually get promoted, uh, people get promoted to managers usually because of their individual performance, because they are very good at what it is that they do. Generally speaking, not in all cases, but mm -hmm. that's the majority of cases. So. Um, Research has found that only about one to 10 people has actually um, the talent to manage others, which is very low if you really think about it. So that's one um, in 10 people only. Yes. So, wow. so that means that, uh, you know, one in 10 people actually have the capability or the willingness to actually manage other people and mm -hmm. get work done through them. Um, and then there's an additional two out of 10 on top of that, that they do have some characteristics of talent uh, in terms of managing people, but they need a lot of, uh, you know, nurturing, a lot of support to actually see it uh, become something that is effective in the workplace. Mm. So having engaged employees actually helps the, the managers do a better job and, and therefore the organizations perform much better overall. Mm. Um, Generally speaking, uh, engagement, uh, highly engaged employees are, are a good thing for the organization. They, they contribute in terms of many things, in terms of productivity, in terms of performance, lower turnouts, and uh, helping managers do a better job as well. Right. I mean, I guess it's like any sort of relationship or any sort of uh, commitment, right? You know, the more actively engaged you are in that, hopefully for both parties, the better that situation will be. So it kind of feels to me that, you know, uh, um, organizations actually have a lot to lose if their employees are disengaged. But is there a way to sort of measure like the level of engagement that your employees are at? That's an area that uh, a lot of organizations have been looking into for, for a few years now. Mm -hmm. uh, um, there's, there's a lot of efforts that are put uh, towards that. Uh, the, the most common way of doing it is, uh, you know, running uh, employee engagement surveys at the right. moment. Um, however, there are a lot of other organizations, uh, the, the, the more forward thinking ones that are moving towards uh, um, employee, what they call employee experience, mm -hmm. which is basically how do you craft the, the um individual's journey within your organization so that it's something that uh, it's uh, more meaningful, uh, provides a lot more satisfaction and therefore keep them engaged uh, for much longer. Um, so they're definitely paying a lot of attention in this. Uh, there's, there's definitely a lot that they can do to, to craft a journey in a way that, you know, makes employees feel valued, supported uh, and welcomed in the organization. Mm -hmm. At the same time, though, I would argue that um, it's up to the individuals as well to make sure that they do, they do their part um, in order to uh, make sure that they do stay engaged with whatever it is that they do. And mm -hmm. I can explain why <laughs> why that is uh, that is the case. Mm, OK, I mean, let's start with what organizations can do to, I guess, improve employee experience and also increase employee engagement then? We're moving towards employee experiences mm -hmm. um, and different organizations focus on it from different aspects. Uh, so you, uh, I'm sure you would have noticed there are a lot of organizations now that are focusing a lot on the look and feel of the workplace. Right. Uh, 
the office, the premises that, that people are operating in. So you see a lot of uh, really nicely designed uh, spaces, um, very uh, friendly, very family-like. Uh, you know, you have things like bean bags and foosball, ta foosball tables and, you know, PlayStation games in the workplace uh, just to make people feel a lot more welcome. Um, you have a lot of organization, organizations focusing more on uh, activities that they do together as groups. So perhaps uh, building uh, um, health uh, groups within the organization. So having uh, uh, like a running group or having a, a badminton group and all that. Uh, and surely a lot of these have been disturbed over the last uh, year, uh, you know, given all the lockdowns and everyone working remotely as well. Um, however, um, there has to be a lot more intentional uh, effort being made on areas that uh, that build strong engagement in other ways that are a little bit deeper and a little bit uh, less superficial. Um, so, especially as we're moving towards this, you know, remote workforce, gig economy, and uh, you know, people just being spread all over the place. Um, how do we do it in a in a way that is a lot more personal and it's something that uh, it goes a longer way as well. Mm. So, one of the ways is to um, build a stronger understanding in what people are actually thinking of, uh, how they feel in the workplace. So, so how that looks like is basically understanding, you know, on a daily or weekly basis, why is it that they think in a specific way, um, and how can we help them make sense of the different thoughts and you know ideas and emotions that they have um, having a structure in place uh, as an organization that allows this information to flow especially between you know the the team member and the manager or even the the management of the organization um, and having a system in place that allows you know easy intervention and a way to take action and you know tackle any issues that arise um, can improve engagement significantly right um, let's see, another way is the, to give the space to have uh, give and receive recognition in the workplace. So publicly recognizing people in their efforts, allowing them the space to, you know, recognize others for the things and, uh, uh, and, and activities that they do. Um, you know, the, they create some kind of uh, feeling of belonging in the organization and pe uh, people feel appreciated, feel valued by their colleagues, feel that their efforts are actually seen by the rest in the organization as well. So there's uh, there's there's the feeling of belonging as well. So you you basically as an organization, how do you help people? Um, you know, feel that they are part of the team, that they understand each other, they can actually bond, interact with each other, um, they can actually uh, see what the rest of the company is doing, they can actually have some competitions in place and play with each other as well. Um, there's the openness and the, the willingness to give and receive feedback to colleagues, uh, make sure that you have the transparency and the willingness to, to learn from each other and uh, uh, improve together as a group holistically. Mm -hmm. So um, usually people might focus on things like compensation, you know, having a cool office, but there's so much more that um, that can contribute towards it, having engaged employees. Uh, and usually these smaller things tend to be overlooked. Um, in today's age, uh, there are easy ways out there to make sure that these structures actually exist in an organization. Um, so that's kind of what like organizations can do to help with engagement as well. Uh, we'll take a bit of a break for some messages right now. But after that, I will continue speaking to Eva uh, all about how to stay engaged in the workplace here on Raise Your Game on BFM 89.9. Behold Freedom, Malaysia, BFM, 89.9.
89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Raise Your Game. I'm Christine Wong, and today on the line with me, I have Eva Christodoulou, a head of solutions and services at Leaderonomics, because of course it is the first Monday of the month, so we have Leaderonomics on the line with us to help us talk about staying engaged in the workplace. Before the break, we were talking about the meaning of engagement and also what are some things that organizations can do to improve employee experience and therefore increase employee engagement. Um, now, I do want to ask a little bit about how the pandemic has you know, shifted our thoughts on uh, employee experience and engagement. Do you think that um, the pandemic has shone more of a spotlight on the fact that you know employee experience is so important? Definitely. I think uh, the more we speak to organizations over this last year, we realize that um, there are certain things that they had in place in the office um, in order to help with employee engagement. However, um, you know, with everyone, you know, going off and working remotely, a lot of that was lost. So um, a lot of organizations try to find alternative ways of doing it. Uh, and, and a lot of them have moved on to, you know, virtual solutions. So things like, uh, you know, team, uh, team lunches, team din- dinners over, you know, <laughs> uh, Zoom or, or Google Hangouts or whatever it is, uh, um, you know, having a company dinners event uh, organized like this in that form, uh, you know, awards and, you know, uh, giving out recognition uh, over, over virtual means as well. Um, the, the concern, though, is there that, you know, you, you have all these people that are spread all over the place. You don't really get to see them. So how do you um, how do you keep track of how they're feeling, whether mm. they're really engaged, whether they are still, you know, uh, as passionate and as interested <laughs> in being part of the organization? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Now, we talked about organizations and the onus that they have on keeping employees engaged. But, you know, you did mention that each individual also has their own responsibility to try and maintain engagement as well. So, you know, what can an individual person do uh, to, I guess, uh, encourage that in themselves? Yeah, and, and, and I think this, this, this part is really important. Uh, we usually sort of uh, happily outsource uh, all issues career related to the organization. And they definitely have a big uh, role to play when it comes to, you know, keeping the workforce uh, happy and engaged and, you know, learned and, you know, well, well managed, well developed and all that. However, the individual also has a big role to play because ultimately we are responsible for our own self, right? So um, we can't really expect uh, others to make sure that we are happy with what we are doing if you really um, think about it. Um, so from the individual perspective, I look at it as a two-sided coin. So mm-hmm. the first side concerns um, you know, us staying engaged to what it is that we do with our plants um, and our plants. So staying engaged with the tasks that we're working on, the goals that we have and the plans that we have in place. The second part of the coin is staying engaged within the bigger group that we are a part of. So within the organization that we are operating in. So being a part of the team. Mm. Can you explain a little bit about the distinction between those two, uh, those two sides? Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, so I feel that we need to feel interested in the tasks that we are undertaking in order to see them through well. 
Uh, so perhaps it goes back to the idealism that we spoke about earlier. Right. Um, but um, in essence, uh, when we when we are aligned, when we believe in what it is that we are doing, when we are uh, really interested in seeing it through, we're very likely to do a better job at it. And uh, and that's beneficial to the organization, but it's also beneficial to us and our own uh career advancement, but at the same time, you know, satisfaction, happiness, uh, you know, feeling of, you know, fulfillment as well. Um, on the other side, staying engaged uh, with the bigger group as well, uh, being part of the team, um, it's just going to make us feel a lot better along the way doing all the different things that we do because we know that uh, we are aligned. We speak the same language, we're working to so towards the same goals, the same ideals, um, and we can, you know, uh, work towards this together and we're willing to put in the effort to do it. Mm, I see. Great. So, okay, uh, let's like take a look at that first side, right? Uh, staying okay. engaged as an individual uh, to what we do in our plans. So, uh, you know, how can how can someone actually put that into action for themselves? All right. So um, I'm just going to go through a list of different strategies that we can use here following a combination of these different strategies, uh, I, I find. Uh, so, Things like, uh, you know, if you have big goals, big uh, ideas that you have to complete, you know, see all the micro steps that you um, that you're building for yourself as, you know, different promises that you need to keep uh, so that you stay on track, that you keep moving and you keep uh, staying motivated. Um, find uh, a goal-oriented community that you want to be a part of so that you have the support and the, the push from them as well. Uh, write it down so that you don't keep, uh, you know, going off, <laughs> off tangent and doing other things along the way. Um, curate your surroundings to set yourself for success. So, uh, you know, look around your environment, create the space that you need so that it's a conducive environment for you to complete the different tasks and goals that you're looking at. Um, block time in your calendar. Make sure that you actually uh, block some time to get things done. Um, schedule rewards for yourself. Um, find your purpose. Find your why. Uh, why is it that you're doing this? Find accountability partners. Um, keep a visual to remind you what it is that you're working towards. Send reminders. Break it down into steps. Use a journal. So all these are different strategies, and I'm sure people will be able to add their own uh, to the list here, depending on what has worked with them over the years. Um, again, uh, for me, the bottom line here is, you know, if you spend time and effort doing something, just make sure that you do it well. Uh, so if you do take on a task, no matter how menial or repetitive, just do it, you know, with all your heart. Uh, make sure you see it through. Um, I was always, uh, I remember my uncle telling me from when I was a kid, you know, if you, if, if you're asked to sweep the floor, even though it's the most boring job in the world, just just do it and do it very well. Make sure you you find different ways of doing it and uh, and you put all your all your effort in it. So the finer details, the attitude along the way, and the attention to the to the small things will make all the difference. Mm. Um, and it would definitely help you uh, ensure that the commitment is there, the engagement stays high uh, along the way, and uh, and you also feel the you you have the feeling of self fulfillment. You know you you see the recognition coming in, you see the rewards coming in slowly. Uh, so that would keep you engaged in what it is that you're doing. All right, I see. So what about the other side of the coin and staying engaged uh, in a bigger group, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about that. Um, so 
what can you do to stay on track and maintain a feeling of belonging and a high value in what it is that you do? And I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, constant reflections, realignment, um, checking in to see where we stand uh, and also being open to give honest, genuine suggestions for the benefit uh, of, of yourself, but also the organization that you're a part of. Um, so let, let me start with the first. Um, if, if you think about it, change is around us and it's a given there's nothing that we can change about it we go through change the organizations that we're a part of um, go through change um, things move uh, especially so in today's world uh, so fast uh, so taking the time to pause and think about you know how we align to the goals vision um, you know beliefs and behaviors that the organization or the the group that we belong in has in place um, or whether they set a new one for example um, will basically um, allow us to to just take the time and see are we still on the same page are we still aligned or is this something completely different to who I am or what I want to be today. Um, is this something that I can move towards? Uh, is it something that I can back up or do I feel, you know, out of place and not really willing to go with it? Um, so reassessing and altering the trajectory, I, I, I find it's uh, it's worth the trouble. Um, you know, relooking at expectations from our side, from the company side, um, just, just to make sure that we are aligned for, for the benefit of both. Um, the, the second part, I feel is the the speaking up, the genuinely expressing, uh, you know, ideas, thoughts, uh, the way that we feel about things. Um, so the idea here is that if we do have concerns, if we do have new ideas, opinions, um, of course, always with the right tone and intentions, uh, we should definitely bring it up in the organization or, you know, with our manager or whoever makes sense. Um, just to make sure that uh, it helps us to stay engaged. And I think this plays more to the um, to the side of, you know, being uh, heard of and feeling that uh, we are valued as an employee, that our opinion values, uh, our opinion is valued. So if you think about it, if you keep quiet, you disagree with a lot of things that are happening in an organization, but you don't really say anything about it, it's very unlikely that people will pick up on it even though you think they should <laughs> because they see you or, you know, because they see the way you behave. Um, but if you do speak about it and, you know, it's addressed, even if it's not followed in the end, but, you know, at least it's addressed and you talk about it and you see why we cannot go down this road, you still feel valued. You still feel that, you know, people hear your opinions and your opinions matter. So um, I think that's also a very important part of, you know, staying engaged in the bigger group and, you know, being part of something that you feel um you feel that you're contributing towards. Right. Well, uh, any final thoughts on uh, staying engaged in the workplace before we start to wrap up? Yeah, well, every person is different. Uh, we are, we're driven by different needs, different ideas. Uh, research has found that um, there are commonalities um, that sustain engaged individuals in the organizations. Um, if you think about it, it actually goes beyond organizations in relationships in general. So I think as an individual taking charge and becoming, you know, the captain of our own ship to borrow from Nelson Mandela uh, will only allow us to, to lead more satisfying, uh, you know, rewarding and fulfilling lives overall. So, I mean, let's just aim to, you know, just do that and uh, take some steps uh, to, to be more engaged uh, on our own today. Right, I see. Well, thank you so much, Eva, for sharing your thoughts on staying engaged in the workplace today. 
Thank you, Christine, for having me. If you've missed any of today's interview, you can download our app that's available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. You can also head over to our website, bfm.my, to download our podcast as well. I'm Christine Wong, and you've been listening to Raise Your Game on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.